Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight as Brian Kelly completely dominates SEC media. <laughs> LSU! LSU! What a day for LSU Athletics. Brian Kelly gives you a pretty damn big hint about who your quarterback's going to be. Well, maybe not who it's going to be. Better yet, who maybe it's not. Uh, As Brian Kelly kind of didn't hold back punches tonight or today uh, when asked questions. So good on him. Very, very professional. I thought that he handled everything very well. Hey, Rafino's rants. Is around the corner as Brian Kelly was asked about LSU and name, image, and likeness. And Brian Kelly comes off the top rope and said, who's behind where? Because we're not. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. I don't know if the people in the bayou were ready for this. I don't know. Brad Wentz right off the top says, oh, my God, Brian Kelly could never recruit. You know, it's funny, and I put this inside the AYS message board. That's one thing that they didn't attack him today, but I did throw a pretty big nugget into the AYS premium message board. Um, You should go and subscribe there, AYSSnetwork.com. I threw a pretty big recruiting nugget in there. So Brian Kelly absolutely just throwing an absolute gem. We'll tell you all of our key takeaways in there as well. Carter, the power, Bryant joins us like he does every Monday 
at 7.30. What were his thoughts about Brian Kelly? Did he pick up on some of the things maybe that we were hearing uh, that Brian Kelly was announced? And uh, so we'll get to him. It's always fun to have um, Carter Bryant in here with us. I was thinking about something. Thinking about something. Uh, the MLB draft, Chase Shores announces that he is coming and staying at LSU. LSU baseball gets six of the top 60 recruits in the MLB draft, which is absolutely unheard of. Jay Johnson can't be stopped. Can't stop, won't stop, won't an addy. Oh, and by the way, <laughs> Jay's not done yet in recruiting. Believe it or not, I would assume Jay Johnson is still going after a very high-profiled high player in the portal. Can't stop, won't stop, never will stop. So we'll talk about Jay Johnson as well. Um, absolutely just killing it. Absolutely just killing it. All right, let's get to a couple of these comments, though. Zach is trying to connect and run and BR, you know, but he's having connection issues. I really don't know what in the world uh, is going on. So let's get to a couple of comments though, before we get started. Holden Lee, who said he's not on the forum says, let's go. What's up, Holden? Harrison K says, yo, E-A-U-X. What's happening? Perry Delahousie says, let's get this thing started. Y'all let's get this thing started. Y'all James Washington sent some stars via super chat. Also a new forum member to AYS Forum, or AYS Plus. Thank you, James, for chiming in and sending some stars. Uh, Richie Evans says, fired up after BK's media day. Let's go. Man, fall is here, guys. Fall is near. Guys, I mean, we're two weeks away. We are two weeks away. <laughs> and then it starts. Guys, it's, it's July the 18th. We're here. 14 more of you putting your little itty-bitty head on a pillow. Football camp's going to be here. So, yeah. Delton says, enjoy the forum. Absolutely. Uh, Penn Jones says, my money is on Miles being the starter. We're going to talk about that. I do not believe um, <laughs> Brian Kelly was not talking about Miles Brennan. Um, Chance Babin says, Mike Jones. Who? Let's play that again. Ho! 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 He says Mike Jones represented well today. That he did. It's like I told him everything that I knew. I'm like a proud dad. Very, very proud dad. Yes, indeed. Peyton Wagner says Paul Skeens. Question mark. And then this little emoji. I don't know. The fingers crossed emoji. Maybe. You'd have to join the forum later tonight to find out. Or I actually put it in there already. Uh, Bayou Bingo 73 says, Media keeps trying to dump down on Brian Kelly like the last two coaches left. Now we will have the last laugh, hopefully. So you're talk we're talking that stuff. We're going to have the last laugh, dog. Hopefully. We will. We will. Blaine Smith says, any news on the MLB draft as it pertains to LSU baseball? Yes. Yes, a whole bunch. A whole bunch, Blaine. A whole, whole bunch. Okay, 
So let's get this thing started. Everybody do us a favor. So many of you are watching us on Facebook. Stop, collaborate, and listen. Hit that like button, hit the share. Share to those social media groups on Facebook. Share to those social media group or, or your own social media pages. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. If you're listening to us on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and notification bell. Ping! Or as Brian Kelly would say, ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. When you hit the bell, Brian Kelly says, ding, ding, ding. If you're listening to us on XM Radio or you're listening to us on the audio podcast platform, rate, review, subscribe there as well. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Everybody, I'm going to start giving, doing giveaways. Shirts, uh, the LSU J. Johnson Portal King shirt is out on our website. The next five subscribers, five subscribers, I will give you a J. Johnson Portal King t-shirt. So go to AYSSnetwork.com slash forum. Sign up today. Use the semi-annual uh, 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 um, sign-up code and, I, and or just the regular, and I will be sending you a J. Johnson Portal King t-shirt. All right, let's get this thing started. Let's pay these bills around this thing. Everybody. During the commercials, hit the like and share. Don't be a square. Let's pay these bills, and then we'll get started. No better than our good friends over at GM Varno and Sons at BetOnline.ag. Our partners over at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB is back as well. Who are you picking to win the World Series? BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's easy to get started, so head on over to their website. Use BetOnline.ag. Use that promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V. That's B-L-E-A-V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag. BetOnline. AG. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Varno and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down on the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs Right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons. Go see him over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give him a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell him you good friend. Play Graffino. Sit you on by. All right, let's get this thing started, y'all. Let's get this thing started, y'all. <laughs> um, BK Takeover. Ryan says, sleep on LSU and get put to sleep. He also said earlier in the chat that he feels like LSU head coach Brian Kelly was talking about Garrett Nussmeyer as a starting quarterback. We'll talk about that. Uh, Charlie Viatord said, did you see the OT from Neville got his fifth star today on, on three? It's funny because six days ago on the forum, your boy came out and told you <laughs> that it was about to happen. Yeah, I saw Zelantz Hurt got his fifth star. Very well needed. Very well warranted. He should have gotten that fifth star, but when, when the... Um, what do you call those people when the uh, recruiting sites giveth 
the recruiting sites take it the way as uh, Jalen Brown, I saw, got uh, demoted uh, today after he committed to LSU. So, <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Come on. It, it's insane. Noah Long says, BK laughed in the old dude's face when he said we were getting outbid for players. So, let, we'll, we'll start with Noah's comment there. I think it's a good place to start. And we'll hit on some big, big key takeaways from Brian Kelly. I, I think that that's the biggest place to start. I think that's the number, the biggest thing today that we will learn from Brian Kelly. If you missed it, today at SEC Media Days, everybody hit the like and share, by the way. But today at SEC Media Days, I forget the media member, but he asked Brian Kelly just a, I thought it was a very simple question. Nothing right, wrong, or indifferent about it. He said, and I think he covers Texas A&M, if I'm not mistaken, which of course he does, which, by the way, you guys only have five commits, and I hear that you're about to have some decommits. At least that's what some people on some forums, not mine, say, is that you might have a decommit here or there. But nevertheless, the LSU is getting outbid for players. And then Brian Kelly responded, and I'm paraphrasing, I'm not using exact quotes, ha, 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 na boo boo you're wrong. Our NIL collective is very good. We're doing the right things, and we're not doing anything illegal. So the first time that we've heard from Brian Kelly since spring, the third thing that he brings up when asked is about NIL, and we're not behind. So you mean to tell me that all of a sudden, 13 guys just committed all just out of nowhere? That's the biggest thing, because guys, here's the truth. This was going on long enough. And you can only tell rich people they're poor for so long and that love LSU and that have give, given millions, millions, and millions of dollars to the program, to the facilities, to athletics before they start getting involved. That is without a shadow of a doubt because this doesn't just affect one season, right? This affects multiple seasons. If you have a buy-in from the boosters, to Brian Kelly, that means to tell me that he has sold them on a vision and what they're doing. Nevertheless, you had Lane Kiffin coming out today, boo-hooing, saying it's legalizing cheating, knowing good and damn well if he was at the University of Alabama or if he was at Texas A&M with a big booster group, he wouldn't have said shiznit. And also... He wouldn't have said anything if he would have gotten the LSU job because we all know, and it's kind of out now, that Lane Kiffin wanted to be at LSU. Why is that? Is it because you saw the, the, the ever-so-changing landscape of LSU or the ever-so-changing landscape of college athletics, of why you wanted to be a part of a program like LSU is the boosters at Ole Miss not paying anything? Oh, Lane Kiffin, I had mustard thrown at my face. Oh, oh, somebody threw a golf ball at me because I left him. Grow up, Peter Pan, because it's here. Go fundraise. It's what Kim Mulkey is doing. It's what all these other coaches are doing. It's what Scott Woodward is doing. Ho! Doesn't matter. Just because you didn't have something doesn't mean you pout and run. Brian Kelly's here to stay, man. He's here to stay. Now, there's a lot to unpack. 
Obviously, to me, the biggest is NIL. It has been, it always will be, until something's changed. Brian Kelly is too calculated of a human being to run out there and say that we got this rolling for people, for it not to be true. Some in the media, especially the local media, will tell you it's a lie. God, it's not, guys, it's not a lie. Uh, you can believe whoever in the Rudy Poo you want to believe, but we've been very consistent. Whether it be in recruiting, when we said, God, this guys, the sky's not falling. I don't care that Tackett Curtis is going to USC. The kid didn't give Orgeron, nor did he give Brian Kelly a chance. With all due respect to Tackett Curtis, with all due respect to the Curtis family, is it really Orgeron or Brian Kelly's fault the kid never wanted to entertain LSU and you're going to complain about, oh, a top 10 player left? Two regimes, and no, uh, two regimes, two different coordinators, technically three different coordinators, went after Tackett Curtis. They sold him the house, and he never budged. Sounds good. Sometimes, guys, kids don't want to be here. But nevertheless, that wasn't the only thing that Brian Kelly had to say. I think that number two, and to me, the biggest thing that Brian Kelly said and hinted at was quarterback. Now, if you believe uh, that Brian Kelly uh, named a starting quarterback today, if you think that Brian Kelly named a starting quarterback today he didn't what I do think that he did what I do think that he did was he told you the quarterback he's going after right or not only that he's going after in recruiting but the quarterback that more than likely is going to play Brian Kelly and we've had Josh paid on this show I think four or five I think three or four times something like that and he sat down with my good buddy Josh Payton I got a text message after the interview just simply saying, hey, we have to have a quarterback that's mobile. <laughs> Garrett Nussmeyer's mobile. I, and I'm quoting here, we need a guy that can make plays with his legs. Sounds like Nussmeyer, Daniels, or, or Walker Howard to me. You know, there were so many comments that Brian Kelly mentioned today and, and, and not going in any specific order. When he talks about Garrett, he talks about the, the gunslinger playmaker mentality. And in this league, you've got to make plays. Now, is Brian Kelly throwing a wrench in all of this to throw people off the scent and him throw and him run Miles Brennan out there? Maybe. Maybe. But we still have a long time of fall camp to happen, too. Of summer camp to happen, too. So I'm not buying in of completely on what he's saying because Miles Brennan can go out there and rip it, and, and he's your guy. But when he talked about Garrett, he talked about the playmaking, playmaking ability. When he talked about Jaden, he talked about, guys, how are you going to stop him in the open field? Good luck. Good luck. We got to work on some intermediate passing game, and I'm quoting on this one, and let me read my notes. We will fix it. How are you going to fix it if the kid's not playing in the game? I, it really just goes to show me of what Brian Kelly wants. I don't know if it's necessarily a dual threat, but he wants a guy like a Joe Burrow. And I say a Joe Burrow. I'm not talking about Heisman and 60 touchdowns. and I'm talking about a guy that can throw and move. A true dual threat. Miles Brennan's not that option. 
I'm taking from what I'm hearing. Now, I could be dead wrong on that. I, I might be dead wrong on that. But it seems to me, when talking with Brian Kelly, he wants a quarterback that can move. Big statement, man. Big statement. The biggest thing he mentioned in there, too, was who is going to protect the football the most? If it is protecting the football the most, then it's not Garrett, nor is it, it Jaden. So you can take whatever you want from the first part, but at the very end he goes, guys, who's going to take care of the football? You can't turn the football over in the SEC and win. Garrett has had a, a perplexity. That's maybe not a right vocabulary word, but we're going to use it. Perplexity of using uh, using his arm and using his feet and running and getting himself into trouble. Guys, two games, um, two games into or two plays in the spring game should have been pick sixes. Should have been pick sixes. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a very very fun offseason, a very very fun fall. Fall is near. Fall is near. You gotta love it. You absolutely gotta love it. Let me say this about let let me change gears very quickly because we're gonna talk a lot about media days with Carter the Power Bryant that will be joining us in eight minutes. Let me say this though because I want to shift very quickly and then get back to football. Um. Guys, you know, and if you've been watching the show for a long time, you know that I do not like, I do not like using holistic takes like, hey, we're going to go out there this year and beat Alabama's ass. Like, I, I don't like doing that. Not a lot. I want to say this. Very quickly, though, um, guys, Jay Johnson just got six, the six signees or six guys in the top 60 are coming back to LSU. Jay's going to have to cut five, te- five guys from this team, and he's not done. Paul Skeens is still out there. The catcher, right-handed pitcher, first baseman, left fielder, right fielder, shortstop if you absolutely need him, and a dominant right-handed arm on the mound is still in the transfer portal. The, the Swiss Army knife of baseball players, the Taysom Hill of baseball players with a little bit more athleticism and can hit from either side of the plate if you probably needed him to. Chase Shores announced today that he's coming to LSU. Now, if you don't know who Chase Shores is, very amazing young man. An amazing young man. 6'8", 240. Now, he grew some his senior year from 6'4 to 6'8". Perfect game lists Chase Shores as a top 23 prospect in the country in high school. So basically, guys, you got a five-star that should have gone in the draft and should have been drafted in the first round. Guys, he's coming to LSU. He could be a weekend guy. He more than likely can be a weekend guy. Oh, and by the way, He's got a very developed changeup. He's got a very developed curveball. 
a very frequent guy on this show. Well, I say frequent. He's been here once. We were supposed to have him on tonight. But Paul Gervais also announced. Another 6'8 dude announced that he's coming back. Here's where I'm saying I don't like making these kinds of statements, but I'm going to do so anyway. I do not like, like making these kind of comments. On paper. On paper. This is the best team in the country. When you're betting on this team, you better bet Omaha plus some. I get that there's a long way to go until next season starts. A long way to go until next February. But barring injury, barring injury, this LSU baseball team could be absolutely deadly. I don't know where you get a break in the lineup. The worst guy, the worst guy, on, and I say worst guy, but he's, it's not bad, right? Like, the guy hitting eighth is Brayden Bear. Yeah, he can't play a position in the field, but can DH and hit 20 or, or hit damn near 20 home runs and his backup or a guy that may start above him and Gavin Duga hit 20 home runs this season before. You got a young, longer head Dalen Cruz and Paxton Kling who's probably going to have to play left field because he's that damn good. Guys, you got another dude like Cruz in the outfield along with a guy in two years can be your Friday night starter and you not blink an eye. He's throwing 97 as 18-year-old with a really good breaking ball. I don't know about you, but if I were you, I'm going to AYSSnetwork.com and I'm going to the merchandise uh, side of things and I'm getting a, I'm buying a Portal King t-shirt. I'm buying a Portal King t-shirt. Because no, no, no matter how you slice it, no matter how you dice it, Jay Johnson is killing this game. They're the best team in the country on paper. The best team in the country on paper. Guys, and it's not stopping. I haven't even mentioned Gavin Guidry. Guys, Carter Young might not even... Carter Young, my, uh, the, the Vanderbilt transfer, he might have to split time with a guy that should have gone in the first or second round in Gavin Guidry from Barb High School. Guys, the backups are MLB players. The backups can be potential first-round picks. As my good friend Benny Latino would say, it's unheard of to have two or, or more than two first-round picks in the MLB draft. Guys, LSU could have six to eight of them. Six to eight of them. The only thing, the only thing is with great power comes great responsibility. Hashtag to Uncle Ben. Hashtag to Spider-Man. With great recruiting comes great responsibility, dog. It, it takes a lot to get to Omaha, and I understand it. But my God, 
my God, this team is loaded. You got to stay healthy. All right, let's get to a couple comments before we uh, get to Carter the Power Bryant. Yeah, I I I got this um, I got this um, text to the AYS chat line, guys. I do know that people are going live in this media market when we do this. Is the second text in twenty minutes. Um, I I understand it. Four hundred people in this chat. They have fifty three. They want to go live when we do, man. That's fine by me. But they're gonna lose. Um, Josie says, bro, Miles can run a four four five. In a 20-meter or in a 20-yard dash, I mean, Roger, let's be all, let's be realistic. Miles is faster than me. I can't run this in a 20-yard. Roger Duga, a subscriber to the AYS forum, says BK said they want to go into fall and within a week and have their guy. They they will. They will. Um, protecting the football, yeah, that's what he talked about a lot. Uh, Father Bear says, I hate to say it, but are we saying we are looking like Tennessee? I'm all about the hype. Tennessee's another team. Guys, again, this, this what LSU pulled off is insane. Insane. You might have to rotate two guys that hit 20 home runs last year. Whoo! <laughs> Oh, and is there a better name in the country than Tommy Tanks? Print the shirts, Kepper. All right. Oh. Carter the Bauer says Omaha. I don't know if he means that like in a baseball sense or he's talking about Peyton Manning. Omaha! Omaha! You know, I, I don't know with Carter. That's what... We need to find out. Let's talk about Brian Kelly and SEC Media Days. What was the big takeaways from Carter the Power Bryant? He did a video before we started about the center position. He's coming to ask me questions. Hey, Mr. Blake. Just joking. Guys, I'm, I'm just joking. Just joking. All right, let's pay these bills very quickly. Let's talk about our good friends over at Gramco. And my good friend, Carol Falls, over at State Farm. Uh, Pooh Bear says baseball should be seven innings. Carter Power Bryant. Yeah. Um, let's pay these bills. <laughs> let's talk about our good friends over at Graham Co. And my good friend Carol Falls over at State Farm. Guys, we'll turn back. Return back in a minute 30. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Graham Co. They are the Delta company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I. And I am not sure if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Graham Co. is the absolute leader in this field. And they have phenomenal products that I just need to tell you about. First off is the wake and bake coffee that is absolutely spectacular. The gummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com right now and use the promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com, AYS25 promo code to get 25% off of your order. Jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays, anniversaries, and everyday use. Gramco is hemp-derived and completely legal inside of the state of Louisiana. No medical card is needed, and shipping is very discreet. You must be 21 years older to order. Again, that's thegramco.com. Use that promo code, AYS25. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. 
But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. We're back. I see, Carter, that you changed your shirt because your fiance was getting on to you because you had the Nola hat on and you had on a blue shirt. Did you change shirts because your fiance told you to? Uh, no, it was actually a Danny girl, one of one of the most loyal PHL and AYS YouTube fan she always gets on me for my liverpool hat being the color of a lot of our rivals right it's got a lot of that maroon from the aggies and the alabama stuff so uh, uh one of our viewers mike uh one of our patrons he actually sent me this hat and i know the bill's a little messed up man but how does it look is it is it okay i i, I think it looks good uh, i mean you know i i think that it's a, a sized hat that zion you know, it's not a one-size-fits-all, so right. Zion might not be able to wear it. Shout-out to Aunt Petty Murphy. You know, because Zion wears fat hats, right? right? Like, yeah. instead of fat heads, he, he wears fat hats because he's a it. chunky boy. Okay, so, Blake, let me let me bring up one thing really quickly, okay? Are you about, to, I... are you about to transition into Leonard Fournette eating Popeyes every day? Okay, how did you know? You see, this is great minds think alike, uh -huh. right? Uh -huh. I will not stand for Leonard Fournette fat jamming. Right, shaming, shaming, whatever you want to call it. First off, he is perfect. Leonard Fournette is perfect. That is peak human physique. I I wish I could look as good and be as rich and as talented as he is. So I hope people continue to do this and me buy his fantasy dip because I, I love this because this puts a chip on the proverbial shoulder of Leonard Fournette to go out there and ball out. They drafted Rashad White, Jaden <laughs> Daniels' boy. He's a really talented back. I like him a lot. Leonard's probably going to feel some pressure. He is going to be at 240 by the season starts because he is a special human being. He is going to crush it this year. Remember when uh, Leonard Fournette showed up to the draft at 240 pounds and they called him Fat Boy Lenny? <laughs> and he went into uh, pro days at two two twenty six. Oh, magical. <laughs> it's magical. <laughs> Just shut up, dude. Stop fat shaming Zion. Stop fat shaming Lenny. They're gonna be fine. Okay. However, let's talk about something that happened today. Brian Kelly, Carter. I thought. Let me say this, and I didn't mention it in my opening monologue, but I'll mention it here with you to see, and I, I'm sure you have the same kind of feeling. Man, I don't worry about his answer. You know, I, I'm not sitting on the edge of my seat wondering if Orgeron's going to put right. his foot in his mouth. I, I'm not worried about what he's going to say or do. But, man, I, it felt good to have a professional coach for a change. Yeah, I, I think we tend to forget how chaotic press conferences were becoming last year. Um, no doubt. And, and obviously, you know, we're turning the page here, but 
admitting that an opposing coach changed your defensive scheme when the whole fan base was yelling, why are we running the same defensive play every single time? It, it's crazy. So honestly, you know, not to talk about the old regime and, and focus on the new one, it did feel really good. Um, and media days went as how you wanted as an LSU fan. You don't want anything to come out of it, right? Uh, you don't want anything spicy. You don't want to hear, you know, a player say anything. And obviously, right. you know, they, they took the three – best speakers uh, obviously you know mike really well and then uh, uh and and obviously jack's been on my channel so and bj you know he's been basically the spokesman he killed it on here last week carter by the way yeah. killed it right. on here so like he i mean they they you knew that everything was going to go according to plan so the best news is no news and obviously you know the big discussion it wasn't just an lsu thing but it was an overall thing, which is obviously, you know, the NIL collectives. It's a story that's bigger than the SEC, right? Ding, I don't think ding, any, ding, 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 ding. Right. I don't think I, I don't think anything today re regarding you know Brian Kelly's answer to name, image, and likeness. You know, I, I know people brought up like the bidding quote, whatever. But you know what Lane Kiffin, Kaffer, Lane Kiffin said today was <laughs> far. What was far more explosive, right? Such as, you know, I, just, I mean, pouting, right? Pouting and but, uh, complaining, right? And it it doesn't really surprise me all that much uh, that because Lane's kind of been doing this for for quite some time. So for me, that was the biggest story, and I don't think there's going to be any Jimbo Saban beef later this week. I know as LSU fans, we would love to see those two cat fight again. It's not going to happen. It just – I doubt we get anything explosive this week, Blake, from them. Well, look uh, – well, no, you won't. But Mike Leach, I think, is going to tee off from the top rope because he's the only person who's been quiet in all of this, which is very non-Mike Leach-ish. Right. Um, <laughs> Carter, he talked about the quarterbacks today, meaning Brian Kelly, and he, he didn't hold back. He was like, guys, you got to be able to move and you got to be able to make plays when everything breaks down. Carter, I, he didn't name a starting quarterback today, but in my opinion, he told you what quarterback, <laughs> maybe it's not. Um, now, that's a direct quote from Brian Kelly. Uh, right. Am I reading too much into that, however, when Brian Kelly says when everything breaks down, you have to make be able to make plays with your feet? A little. Uh, I, I I still think, you know, just because he said that, that doesn't knock miles out of it. But it is a very astute observation. You always make those, Blake. I think one thing. Thank you. That, that to <laughs> me, that was really fascinating. So, Denbrock was on 104.5 on July 8th. So, this was 10 days ago, right? Okay. And one thing that was really interesting was they did ask him about the quarterback timetable. And as fans and just people rationally looking at it, they're we're all thinking, okay, they're going to wait until the season starts uh, and and really you know draw this thing out. It sounded like in that conversation that Dimbrock wants to get it by name. He wants to see someone separate. It seems as if Mike, as a play caller, wants to know which direction this offense is truly going to head into because. As a play caller, you know, and this is something you've brought up, Blake. That's something I brought up as well. The three quarterbacks, you have to call a different type of game for all three of them. I don't think you would call a game 
similar. I've never said similarly. Uh, similarly. Similarly. I don't think you can call a similar As game. As my mom is an English teacher, uh, you would say call the same games the same. Yes, mm -hmm. exactly. Mm -hmm. So you wouldn't. You have to call the plays very differently for each one of the quarterbacks. So I think just listening to Mike, he wants to see someone separate and have some direction. But obviously him and BK are going to be totally open to drawing this thing out and then, you know, announcing a starter, maybe the day of the game, maybe the week of the game. Um, so remember when we talked to Joe Sloan, okay, um, about a month ago, I asked him that, if you remember. I was like, hey, you got to call three different games to three different quarterbacks, and he downplayed it. And then I asked him a question. I was like, well, so you're not calling – you calling the same game for three different quarterbacks? He goes, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I agree with that. And, and Carter, you have to. Because right. Jane Daniels is not Garrett. Garrett is not Jane. Miles is not either one of those two. Walker Howard's not those guys. Right. Nevertheless, you know what it tells me more than anything with those statements? Whether it be Denbrock or whether it be Kelly. They want to spread the ball in RPO with the running game. The simple fact, and, and this is huge from a season ago until now, I don't knock on wood. If, Garrett, if Garrett's your guy, you can still run him, okay, because you do have two veteran guys there on the depth chart that you can go to that have uh, uh, not maybe not playing experience, but experience nevertheless. Um, was there anything else that Brian Kelly said to you? Excuse me. Was there anything else that he said today that, that – took you like oh damn i can't believe he said that yeah uh when he was asked about which position group needs to make the biggest jump what's up ed good to see you um which position group needs to make the biggest jump from here until the start of camp and that is the offensive line i thought that was very clear and it goes back to dimbrock's conversation where he said the same thing he said you know they were they asked him a very generalized question about offensive philosophy and different personnel groupings. And the first thing on a general question is that he brought up offensive line. So he wasn't specifically asked about that. Brian Kelly wasn't specifically asked, you know, the same thing. He, they could have picked any position group to start with, and they started with the offensive line. So for me, Blake, obviously this is a position, you know, as well as anybody um, in the LSU media sphere, finding the five guys, right? It's the hardest it's thing in football. It's hard. It's really, really hard because what what happens with offensive line that's a little bit different than wide receiver is that you can have a heavier rotation and offensive line play is more surrounded by chemistry with one another. No right? doubt. And what a lot of offensive line coaches tell me that have coached at all levels is sometimes you think you have a better player on your bench but you don't want to risk the chemistry that's already building with the guys that you have on the field. Adrian McGee. Adrian McGee, right? Uh, you know, Ed Ingram was a be is a better player than Adrian. He and, is. And Adrian started because chemistry. Chemistry. And he was a little bit more consistent. His lows weren't as low as Ed Ingram, but his highs weren't as high as Ed Ingram, right? So for me, I, I think that's going to be the biggest thing. Right. And so much of that obviously is dependent on quarterback play as well. A quarterback can make your offensive line look a lot better than what it actually is. Right. So 
for me, I thought that was very interesting. And I'm interested what the chat has to say about this, right? Yeah, you know, Brian, crying belly is ripping us a new one, especially me a new one, um, about, you know, uh, Miles Brennan. But Carter, he came out today and said his number one concern is offensive line. And then he said he needs a guy that when everything breaks down, you can run with your feet. I, I, look, I'm not, a, I'm not a scientist. I don't do brain surgery. But I, I, I consider myself not an idiot. When right. a guy says those two things, I'm like, oh, well, okay. Makes sense. You have a true freshman left tackle. You don't know who your center is yet. Because every chance you get, you're talking about another guy not named Charles Turner. And I'm going to get to that in just a second because you did a video about him. I, I don't think you need dominant center play. And we'll get let you get into that. But nevertheless, you don't know who that guy is. Anthony Bradford returns. Look, you know, I, I heard today he might be down 30 pounds. Does he start left guard? guard? And then Miles Frazier dominated on your video and your breakdown. And then you don't know what you're doing at right tackle yet. Is it Dumerville? Is it Cam Wire? Or do you have to put Emory Jones there to, say, to save the season? But I do want to ask you this because you did this. You did a breakdown on it. Center play is my bread and butter. I agreed with 999 Six two eight four nine or two eight one three three zero eight zero zero four percent of what you said about center play. Can you break it down for our listeners and where they can go find that as well? Yeah, so it's just my latest video that I dropped, and honestly, it's uh, the most important thing is not just finding a center, but having a backup plan, right? And what's very interesting about center when you factor in all the offensive line positions is it's the one position that has not missed snaps, right? Over the decade, there have been injuries at all the position on the offensive line outside of center. Now, there have been a few times where a player misses a game or two when someone else steps in, and that's my point, is that when those few times actually happen, such as Elliot Porter got dinged up in a game, they had Ethan Posick waiting on the bench. And then if Ethan Posick got, you know, banged up, they would move Will Clapp to center. And all these centers were just great. And over the past couple of years, Lloyd Cushenberry never missed a game. And uh, Liam Shanahan, I don't think, ever missed a snap outside of a few garbage times. He missed snap. one snap in his LSU career. It's crazy. Mar Mar uh, yeah. Against Texas A&M last year, he had to take one playoff. It's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. Insane. So while Liam, while Liam was very inconsistent, he was durable. But the issue, though, was that he was struggling so bad that it was starting to become an issue. And I like Liam a lot, right? But it was becoming an issue, and there was no one else that they would try. Now, maybe the coaching staff of last year thought, hey, let's just keep throwing these guys out there. Maybe they'll, they'll figure it out. But I thought they should have shuffled things up just a little bit more. Now, Brad Davis has a better offensive line coach as a head coach, and you have a tabula rasa here. It's a clean slate. You could put anybody out there that you want. There's hardly any seniority as far as – this guy for sure is going to have to play. So if you feel Charles Turner's your best center, roll with him. The biggest issue, though, Blake, is you got to have a backup option. You've got to have backup options across the way. T-Bob was a great backup to Lonergan, and Lonergan was a great backup to him, right? Those things are so important, not just because if somebody goes down, but if somebody's struggling, you could trust someone else. Now, there's a guy on this team that you like a lot, Blake, his name is Fitzgerald West. I I think that would be a really tough spot because 
You look at all the great centers that have ever played at LSU. None of them were true freshmen. None of them. Ben Wilkerson. Um, well, Ben, you know, he's a unicorn, right? Hey, do you uh, know – did you know – I looked this up, did, and I looked this up last year, so I could be wrong here. Did you know that in the SEC since 2006, we haven't had a consistent, meaning more than three starts, of a freshman center in the league? On the whole SEC? The whole SEC. It's, a, it's that difficult. Now, now listen, I could be wrong because I was looking through it all, and I might have missed something. And if I did, please count, call me out on it. But hey, I, I, I had to go in? all the way back to 2006. Huh? 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 That's nuts. That's really nuts. Auburn, so, Auburn did it, and the guy became an All-American, and I forget his name. It's hard. And I know you got a lot of Lafayette viewers i'm i'm down with some some fitzgerald west i just not sure if it's your one what's that little guy look at him all right all right so uncle carter we're uh learning how to potty train so when he uses the big you know does over this he gets a little he gets a little treat oh well what's he got what, what do we have here so uncle carter what you got say cookie. cookie you can say it louder say cookie cookie do you like cookie. your cookie all right, go find mommy. Love you. We don't have a lock on in the studio yet, so he just pushes the door <laughs> wide open. Uh, Carter, the Power Bryant Power Hour LSU joins us. Uh, Carter, I agree. I think Delhi's very interesting there. Yeah. Okay. Um, ben. I, 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 ben could start center for all I care, um, but we'll find out. Uh, let's move on the defensive side of the ball. A lot of questions about the defensive back room. He talked a lot about experience and how that's a key to success. When Brian Kelly talked about the key to success is experience, especially in the DB room, how do you take that? Oh, I love it. I really do. And I, I see Rick bringing up that time, Glenn Dorsey. Man, that's such an iconic play when he threw that. That was the, that was the dude. Oh, okay. That yeah, that dude. was the dude. Yeah. Oh, man, I'll <laughs> that's how I found that out about it, yeah. It was funny, like he took a chop block in that game. He was never the same player, right? I think if he didn't take that hit, he would have been a ten-time Pro Bowler or something like that. I agree. I don't think he was. It looked it looked like he wasn't ever the same guy. But of course, he would never, you know, admit that. Uh, but you know, the, the truth is, on the defensive side of the ball, you do feel a little bit more comfortable with all the playing experience that exists on all three levels of the defense. I also think this is very key, Blake. And, you know, it, it wasn't a mystery that Mike Jones was the Who? player. I, I, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. It, it's not a mystery that Mike was the player representative, right? He kills it on your show. He just kills it, you know. Everywhere. Everywhere. He's, he's, he's truly an affable, uh, larger-than-life personality. But I think him going today – solidifies his spot on the defense right at least to start at least at least to start and because he's kind of the leader here he's going to have a very long leash as far as being the guy at the second level mm -hmm. of this defense it's going to be very interesting as who's going to step alongside him right it looks as if it's going to be greg penn but micah basketball has played a lot of good football at lsu Agreed. now is he is he Ali, Ali Highsmith, Kevin Minter, like one of the best of the best Brady James kind of player? No, but, you know, 
Devin White didn't need a superstar next to him, right? You just need good linebacker play. And but man, look, he had talent around him, which is because Patrick Queen played next to him a lot and it was a first round right. pick. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And look, hey, and Harold is, Perkins is there. That's going to be interesting as well. Two thirty one right? for the Park two. Man. It, isn't it crazy? The weight gain, baby. Dude, you know, he gained you know, 20 a, pounds in two months. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know I'm obsessed with that, right? We were talking about Lenny earlier. I'm obsessed with player weight. I know it's crazy, but it is amazing, like, at certain positions, how that defines you, right? It's no doubt. Become, uh, for those that aren't familiar, it, at the NFL level, it is huge. In the fantasy community, it is even bigger pun intended uh your weight it is very 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 important and these fantasy dynasty leagues that people play thousands of dollars to to compete in one of the things they look at you know on the offensive side and now even with defensive independent players they look at weight right and harold perkins at 210 getting up to to 230 lets him know that's the alleged that's the alleged i don't know if i believe it but that's the alleged 20 pound weight gain is is absurd you know for me i i i would love him to be at 220 i think that would be like i don't i I don't believe he's at 230 that's the rumor you know that's the rumor i think he's at like 222 you know what i mean uh he's not at 230 but he's not 230 but he can get there he can get there uh carter last two questions two more questions and we'll get you on out of here um, n- number one, Carter, I think this is just, and I think you, you alluded to this in your show, but I, I couldn't watch it. We were out eating when you, when you were yeah. doing it and I didn't go back. I listened to most of them when we were in the car, but you talked about this being the most loaded sec and Brian Kelly's yeah. entering that sec dude. I agree with you. And here's the one position group that I agree on all levels. I think Florida's got a damn good defensive line. I think Georgia's got a damn good defensive line. I think Alabama's got a damn good defensive line. I think Arkansas's got a pretty decent off defensive line. A and M, from a player five star perspective, they got a damn good defensive line. And now LSU, Carter, <laughs> we keep talking about you got to run the football, but bro, on who? It's a very strong year, and I'm glad you brought it up because. A lot of people don't view it that way, Blake, because so many great defensive linemen left. But most of those great defensive linemen were on one team, Georgia. And they still have Jalen Carter, who could be better than any of them, right? And That's so like, wild. It's wild. So wild. It's wild. And, you know, your, your guy, Deshaun Womack, having a big camp this past weekend. I know it's like a little bit of a different thing, but – uh, I, I, I got to be honest. I'm in, I'm secretly been keeping him in my back pocket for a while about how good he is. I hadn't said anything. I know he came on the show. <laughs> Kick and play, Ganey. He can play. But to your point, the defensive lines are really good, right? Mm-hmm. And the scary thing is Georgia might uh, – I say Georgia. Alabama might have their two best pass rushers on the same team right now. Right, that they've ever had. I mean, Will Anderson is their best, but Dallas Turner's a really good football player. So the, it's 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 those guys, Florida, you know, they put out good defensive linemen as well. It's they everywhere. Got two, they have two ends, Carter. I forget their name. We're not talking about them. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. You can it's it's a slept on position. And you know, Auburn's defensive line every year is good. You know, they they lose 
I mean, they, they lost uh, Brown, and then they're still good on the defensive line every year. It's crazy. Um, so it's it's tough, and Brian Kelly knows this. And, you know, you go from Notre Dame where you had great offensive linemen, and I'm sure Brian Kelly wish he had the Quentin Nelson-Mike McGlinchey duo on this team. But, man, you know, this conference is really deep, and it goes to the point offensive linemen are going to get hurt. It's part of the position. It's physical. Guys fold on you. Guys fold on your knees. A lot of inadvertent injuries happen that aren't on the fault of the offensive lineman where a guy gets sideswiped and, you know, that's where you wear those conjoined knee braces, right? And it still sometimes doesn't help. I can't, so, I, I can't hike my knee up here, but hi-ya! Look at that. Two, look at that knee. two knee surgeries. <laughs> Fletcher Cox, it's, it's you asshole. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. But look, uh, Chris makes a good point here. The line for Alabama is a huge issue. We we referenced that not too long ago. So it's dude. There. So I was. So listen. I was watching Alabama Auburn. Okay, um, and, and I tweeted this out. You know how I am, Carter. I put on these twenty-five minute highlight things because yeah. in the college it highlights both of them. The successes of both teams. Dude, Alabama, in, the, the interior offensive line for Alabama is, is mushy. I, dude, I, I'm telling you, I have never seen a position group, and I know that they were bad last year. They're horrible this year. Like, they're, they're average. They're average. And to Alabama standards, if they're starting the same three interior. Carter, they're going to get that ass beat. Okay, and when you go up against Georgia, when you go up against these other teams, uh, I, as Nick Saban would say, I, I, you, you, they better have a plan. You better move Tyler Steen to guard or you're in trouble. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm telling you. All right. Hey, look, it makes what Bryce Young did even more impressive. It. I walked away. I walked away from that saying, Bryce Young, this is why Bryce Young won the Heisman. Carter, he was pressured 42 of the 56 dropbacks. Mm. Mm. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Dude. But pocket passers. You know, pocket passers. Anyway, last thing. I charted this and rewound it and played it. So I want you to 16 times today. Someone asked on the SEC network, a lot of people, is Brian Kelly on the hot seat without playing a game? Because it might be the most outlandish thing to me. Dude, is he on the hot seat? We haven't played a game? Now, I will say, with all of this things surrounding LSU, it's a must-win against Florida State. But he's not on the hot seat. Hmm. Blake, if he doesn't win versus Florida State, fire the whole staff. Fire everyone. Huh? 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 Hey, you know what? You know what he would do? <laughs> he would take his 90 million, go work for ESPN, and say, later. Later. Yeah. Carl, we owe that man 90 million. 90 million. So, what, what exactly did. So, it was Jordan Rodgers who said that. Yeah. He said that if he doesn't win nine to 10 games year, year one, he's on the hot seat. I don't think he's on the hot seat. Carl, we got to be realistic, man. I mean, if he doesn't get the 10 wins, it's okay. 
We we won. Hey, you know what he would be if he got to 10 wins in a bowl game? He's one win away from being what we were the last two seasons in wins. Right. Uh, also, you should never trust an analyst that's too beautiful. Right, Jordan Rogers is like a wax figure. I know like, why his brother ain't talking to him now. If I'm being honest, yeah, I, 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 yeah exactly. The, the the hair, the it's just too much for me. It really is. I never trusted him after the Bachelor. Uh, Bachelorette. I, 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 I'm being honest. And I, and I like that SEC network. You know, I like I like the the Tom Hart Cole Kublik thing. But Tom Hart's that dude, bro. Yeah, I Tom, like it. He makes fun yeah. of himself so much. He goes, "Yeah, man, I was." Uh, I was riding on the way over here and had my window down. My arm hair is flapping in the wind. <laughs> he's because he's got like really long arm hair. Shit's funny. Well, okay, so let, let me say this about Jordan Rogers. I need to go watch this. Rudy Pooh. I, I just don't think like hot seat. It's just it's it's nuts. But I I I, w I will say this. I will say this. So I brought this up. The one good thing about Brian Kelly is. He knows that there is not as much pressure on him as there is on Jimbo Fisher, right? Because at the very least, L2 fans have something, you know, to fall back on, right? Three other national championships since 03. Now, that doesn't mean anything to Brian Kelly, really. You know, he wants to win his own. But Jimbo Fisher has no national championship, nothing at Texas A&M. And... It's truly insane, and I think AM fans are going to feel very disappointed no matter how the season ends, right? And that's the scary thing about it. I, I feel as if some rational AM fans know that their play calling isn't where it needs to be, and until that changes, they're, they're not going to win. Now, there could be a, a team that's Jimbo-proof because of what you said, Blake. They're, they're <laughs> <laughs> their, their line play is so freaking good. Dude, they're good on both lines of scrimmage, Carter. They're really good. Bryce Foster is a really good player. I like him a lot. Carter, they're uh, good on both lines of scrimmage, brother. If they can run the football. Mm, we shall see. But, I uh, know you hate him. I, I get it. I do too. But here's the, here's the thing that gets me. Is, man, you're just so dominant and can be so dominant on both lines of scrimmage. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I'm a Rudy Poo, dude. I, I'm a Rudy Poo. Huh? Huh? Uh, huh? I, I, I just see a 300-pound man on the offensive line, you know, just laying the rocks, people's elbow on some asses. And I, st <laughs> I just, you know, I'm just like, man, that's a good rep. They lose Kenyon Green, but they're replacing him with a five-star, dude. That, that's hey. the only thing for me. What what do you what do you think? I mean, I haven't watched a whole lot of these guys, but you know they got Chris Marshall and Evan Stewart, five star receivers. Evan Stewart came in three three inches shorter than what his two four seven uh, height was. He was listed at six two on A and M's website. He's five eleven or five ten. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a little something. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give you a little something here, Blake, at the end. Okay. 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 SEC, SEC general hot take right here. All right, I'm gonna give it to you first. I was gonna save it tomorrow, but I'm gonna give it to you right here. Missouri is gonna be the surprise team in the SEC. Okay, drink, stand up. Okay, stand look, up, drink. Here, here's what I, here's what I like. All right, here's what I like. All right, 
over under win total is set at five and a half. Okay. I love a win total that's at five and a half, right? Okay. Because team, teams play really hard to get to six wins. That's a very incentivized win to be bowl eligible, okay? They brought in the receiver that has been most compared to Jamar Chase in, in the past couple of years in Luther Burden, right? Really good football players going to play for them next year. I think Luther's special. I really do. I, I think they got that right. Sometimes they don't get the number one position right. They, they got that right. He's really good. If they get decent quarterback play, they move on for Basilak. Here's the thing that's really big, okay? If you're an LSU fan and you truly believe Blake Baker was a difference-making coach. He was. If you really think he's good, all right? Blake Baker has a legit chip on his shoulder, right? This is a guy that did well at his job and, and still got let go, and rightfully so. There needed to be a whole new staff on the defensive side. But he rightfully landed on his feet at Missouri. He's got a he's got a bone to pick. I think he's going to make that defense better. And they had a Pelini esque kind of higher on defense. So just uh, last year with Steve Wilkes. Or so I I think just by default their defense is going to get slightly better. Kind of like the way the schedule shapes up for them. So five and a half. I, I think I'm going to mash you over, even though I'm not in love with the roster. I'm going to leave this here in this last part. And we'll let you go because I know you have a beautiful fiance at home. And fajitas night. It's fajitas. Oh, take two. (laughs) Take two of fajitas. Take two fajitas. Okay. 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 I'm doing the article tomorrow morning. It will be live on the AYS message board, the forum, the VIP. There is a player from Missouri that's on LSU's roster now who is the biggest sleeper on this defense. I, I know who you were talking about. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say his name. We'll say we'll save it for the link tomorrow. Don't say it. Just save it for the link tomorrow. Just say. Carter, what you gonna do if he starts? I, I don't know. Be, I'm, hey, I'm, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this here. Be prepared. Here's why. I'll leave it here. Brian Kelly and I said this two weeks ago. The chatter I was picking up. We have to be able to go four down linemen, three down linemen, two linemen standing up with two down linemen with two guys standing up on the outside, and we never change personnel. There's a guy on this roster that everybody's talking up that no one, no one's mentioning. I'm gonna have a big article tomorrow about it. Just throwing that out there, throwing it out there. Now go eat you some fajitas, kiss the lady, kiss the dog, kiss everybody. My best friend in media. My brother. We'll see you, buddy. Love you, man. Cheers. We'll, we'll see you next see week. Man. That is Carter the Power Bryant. Pooh Bear. Let me say this, though. Pooh Bear. We got some subscribers to the forum during the show. All right, dog. Got the Portal King shirts. All right, well, let's pay these bills right quick. We will um, – I don't know what this is. I think Pooh Bear did this. But I see something in the videos for the commercials. So let's do this. <laughs> I don't know what the f- – <laughs> Pooh Bear, you ass. All right, let's pay these bills very quickly. Let's let Pooh Bear come in here and defend himself, and then we'll wrap up the show. None better than good friends over the Drake Williams Law Firm. DrakeWilliamsLawFirm.com. Guys, we'll return in 45 seconds. By the Drake Williams Law Firm. DrakeWilliamsLawFirm.com. 
Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. All right, we got Pooh Bear in the building. All right, so you put something in this thing. Um, I don't know what you're. I don't know what you're talking about. Let's just click on. It. Let's just see. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Thank you, Pooh Bear. That was, I, I was touching it. <laughs> oh, God. I knew you were up to some shit. <laughs> I knew you were up to some shit, Pooh Bear, joining us. All right, Pooh Bear. Brian Kelly at Media Days. What are your thoughts? What are you thinking? I thought he, he knocked a, out the part, brother. What do you think? He said a lot without having to say too much. Um, I think everybody's still hung up on the the... the Family, the, the family, the the dancing, that that crap with the uh, TikTok, whatever they put, uh, TikTok influencer or whatever. That was that's cheesy. It's cheesy. I I I I would not be surprised if, if BK comes out and wins eleven games and tells everybody. This. So you think he's going full DMX? Degeneration Dude, X. Hey, I would love for him to go. It, DX, not DMX. You know, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, is yeah. it me or is Brian Kelly going to be the guy that when he starts winning, he's like grabbing his junk on the sideline, like suck these. Pause. I, 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 so I'll say this. I, I feel like there's some pipped up frustration. You know what I mean? He's gonna be classy about it, but y'all gonna know he's telling y'all kisses, kisses, kisses. His whole asshole. Mm-hmm. What's your tongue got? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, I'm done. I'm done. We're out of here. My name is Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports? <laughs> he said, "Would you tongue out the whole oh. asshole?" Oh my god! This man said the whole asshole. <laughs> All right, we're out of here. We're out of here. We'll see y'all again soon. Y'all have a good night. See y'all tomorrow. My name is Blake Rafino. This is RU Series Sports. Y'all have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.